your dog talk to you? Do you know what he or she is saying? Welcome to My Doggy Says. Here now to help you understand and build a closer relationship with your dog, the host of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Hi, this is Fred Haney, host of the My Doggy Says show, where you learn about dog bonding or how to build a stronger relationship with your dog. You'll hear interviews here with experts from all corners of the dog world. Uh, And the whole idea is to help you improve your dog communication skills and help you build more nurturing relationships with your pets in order to be dog's best friend. And I'm here with one of my best friends, Callie Golden Retriever, who's a little over four years old right now. And if you listen to the show regularly, you know that Callie and I have a a daily uh, soccer match uh, every evening. Callie, uh, since she first came to my house to live at age eight weeks old, she's invited me to play soccer in the backyard, and uh, you can see some fun pictures of that on our blog at uh, on the website at mydoggysays.com. Uh, when she first started this, uh, she uh, invited me to kick the ball. I'd give it a kick, and she'd go uh, get her tummy over it. Uh, but what's funny is that. The ball was bigger than Callie was, and she couldn't get all four paws down to the ground. So she, she's uh, now grown quite a bit, and she's graduated. She's uh, g- gotten pretty good at what we call nosers. So it's really fun to watch. Again, there's some video on uh, mydoggysays.com. Callie jumps a couple feet in the air and just bonks the soccer ball off her nose. It's like a header, like a person doing a header, except when you're a golden retriever, your nose gets in the way. and. Callie can bonk the ball 30 feet down the yard. Uh, it's really fun to watch her uh, do that. She especially gets really enthusiastic about it. She just loves her soccer game. But it's her invitation to me, which is what I really like about it. It's a really important part of our relationship. I feel like, like it's kind of a gift that I give her every day. Uh, tonight we're going to learn a lot about dog training and dog behavior from uh, an expert, uh, Audrey Tucker, who is the president of CCPDT, which is a mouthful. It's the uh, Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. So we're going to learn a lot about dog trainers, how they work, uh, how you pick one out, um, some reasons for w- why uh, you might want to work with one that's been certified. It's going to be a fun uh, discussion, conversation with Audrey. Uh, in 2003, Audrey was the uh, trainer of the year uh, for the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, which is uh, quite an honor. So Audrey's pretty special. Uh, If you have a question for her, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. Outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And if you do call and join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the Dog Appreciation Lesson CD. Uh, we'll talk about that a little more later, but it's uh, 18 uh, two- to three-minute sound clips from this program, all really loving little stories about people and their relationships with their dogs. We hear Dean Coons, for example, talk about his a very special golden retriever, Trixie. We hear Tom Sullivan talk about uh, his guide dogs and uh, the relationship of trust that has to exist there. So uh, we'll make sure you get a free copy of that if you join the program. Uh, be sure and participate with us during the week. The uh, best way to do that is to check out our website, mydoggysays.com. 
Uh, we rebuilt it a couple months ago uh, so that uh, you could get at the content with just a couple mouse clicks. There's a lot of video, a lot of articles, uh, a blog, uh, podcasts of these broadcasts, uh, and uh, also some fun photos, all aimed at uh, helping you think about uh, your relationship with your dog. Uh, and uh, one of the things we're promoting right now, which is a good way to follow us during the week as well, uh, is the uh, video of the week. If you'll uh, check that out at, at my doggy says on Twitter, uh, the video this week is one of Callie's uh, soccer videos. So, uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun with that. Um, our guest tonight, um, Audrey Tucker, was selected as uh, the Association of Pet Dog Trainers Member of the Year in 2003 from approximately 5,000 members nationwide. That's quite an honor. She's a certified behavior consultant. Uh, we'll get her to explain this to us. Uh, canine knowledge assessed, as well as a certified professional dog trainer, uh, through the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers and a, and a certified canine massage therapist. Um, she's also currently the president uh, of the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. So uh, Audrey's real expert on this stuff. It's uh, going to be fun conversation. I'm really looking forward to it. Audrey, welcome to the My Doggy Says Show. Hi, Fred. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us. So let's start with a very basic question. Um, why do I need a dog trainer? Well, you know, anytime you're going to send a child to school, send your dog to school, it's always good to get some professional help to guide you to do things based in science, based in current technology, you know, just to help you get over the humps and, and to ensure that, you know, you're getting the best possible support to, to help your dog. But, um, let's see, real quickly, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell our listeners, if they just tuned in, that it's the My Doggy Says Show. Uh, I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build stronger and more nurturing bonds with your dog. Uh, and tonight we're going to learn a lot about dog training and uh, dog behavior from an expert, Audrey Tucker, who is the president of the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. So, Audrey, I imagine a lot of people think that the obedience training they get at the public park down the way is kind of all they need to do. What are the limitations there, and why would somebody think about hiring a professional dog trainer to come in and help out? Well, you know, you can always have potential problems, um, and so to work with someone who knows how to solve those problems helps you build that bond with your dog and so that your dog trusts that you are doing the right thing for them. Um, And the more experience that a dog trainer has, the better off you're going to be. The more that you're working with someone who has proven their knowledge in current science, the more you're going to, again, build that bond with your best friend. Because, you know, many, many years ago, when I first started training, it was very popular to use things like choke chains and so on. And there's so many other tools now that are out there that can be used instead. And, you know, they're very humane tools, um, and, and it really helps you build that bond. So, you know, you working with someone who knows all the current science, knows tools that, you know, weren't around many years ago can really help you do that. 
What what are uh, sort of the top ten problems that people uh, run into? You don't have to give me ten. That's probably too mm-hmm. many. But but uh, what what are some of the uh, problems that people have that uh, they might find that they just can't really handle themselves? Well, when you're talking about, you know, just basic training problems, it can be anything from, you know, an exuberant dog who jumps on someone when they walk in the front door to a dog with house training problems, potentially submissive urination, um, you know, dogs that potentially don't interact properly with other dogs. They're just, again, maybe overly exuberant, but they're not aggressive. So, you know, simple training problems along those lines, but then you've got also the more, you know, serious behavior problems when you're talking about, you know, whether it be leash aggression or, you know, maybe you've got separation anxiety issues and things like that. So you really want to work with someone who can help you through that. And how big a project is it? I mean, is this something that... uh uh, somebody can come in and help me w- w- with a few hours, or are we talking about uh, every Wednesday afternoon for the next six years? Well, you know, when it's just basic training, you know, typically it's it kind of depends on the level that you want to take your dog. You know, do you want to just have you know, family obedience kinds of things, in which case, you know, Several lessons is probably enough. If it's something that you want to compete with your dog, you know, you're talking about Callie. There's a new sport called tri-ball, which sounds perfect for her. It's urban herding of, you know, large yoga balls. Um, so, you know, if you want to do something like that, you know, you you probably would be working with a trainer to learn how to you know, teach her how to target the ball and to move the ball into the goal and so on. So, you know, there's things like that. But when you're talking about more serious behavior problems, it really kind of depends on the dog and the problem. There isn't, you know, a set time frame that you can say would would be accurate for every dog. It's very specific to the dog and the problem. Callie seems to have an aversion to goals. I I, uh, thought it would be really fun to have a a, a goal in the backyard, so I went out and got a kid's practice soccer Mm -hmm. goal and, uh, put it in the backyard, and instantly our game moved to the other end of the yard. Oh, how funny. <laughs> and I wasn't uh, clever enough to uh, try. I guess I should have loaded it up with puppy treats or something. But... Well, see, there's a perfect <laughs> example of how a trainer could help you I make bet. that goal less frightening to her or for whatever reason she didn't want to go closer to that goal, but make it more of an enticement for her to go to that goal. Now, I, uh, I had a really good example of the value of a trainer uh, a couple years ago with Callie. I mean, Callie's kind of got the fundamentals, but uh, we were having a real problem with her jumping up on our uh, granddaughters when they were about three and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, they uh, were not uh, confident enough to deal with it themselves. And we did have a trainer, a lo- local uh, trainer named Brian Lee came in, and uh, Brian just spent a couple hours with us and did a fantastic job. Uh, part of it was training training me and my wife, and part of it was training the girls, and part of it was training Callie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll talk a little more about those kinds of things as we go ahead here. Uh, Audrey, uh, make sure that uh, people know how they can find uh, your work, your own firm, and we'll talk a little more about what you do, but also uh, the uh, uh, CCPDT. Mm-hmm. Well, my company is Pet Education and Therapy, and I can be found at www.peteducationandtherapy.com. We're located here in Connecticut, 
and the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. Our website is www.ccpdt.org. And uh, we've got just a brief minute here, but mm-hmm. why don't you give us a quick idea of what uh, the Certification Council does, and we'll talk about it some more in the next segment. Okay. Well, the Certification Council is an independent organization, and we provide psychometrically sound certifications for professional dog trainers and canine behavior consultants. And that the, psycho, uh, the psychology, the psychometrician, helps with the psychology to ensure that the tests are designed and administered and the interpretation of the quantitative results of the tests are measured using um, variables such as intelligence, aptitude, traits, and so on, so that it's a very um, sound test. That is a mouthful. We'll have to talk about it some more in the next segment. Uh, It's the My Doggy Says Show. Uh, We're visiting tonight with Audrey Tucker, who's the president of the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. And in the next segment, we're going to learn all about psychometric psychometric testing from uh, Audrey Tucker. Welcome back to My Doggy Says. Here once again to help you understand and build a closer relationship with your dog. The host of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says show, where you get better at dog bonding. You improve your dog talk skills here and learn how to build more nurturing relationships with your pets in order to become dog's best friend. And you're doing it on the Doggy Appreciation Network. This evening we're uh, visiting with Audrey Tucker, who's the president of the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers, uh, Audrey is uh, also a, a dog trainer's dog trainer. She uh, was the 2003 uh, member of the year of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, which uh, you'll recognize that name. We've had several uh, guests from that organization, including Michelle Douglas, who's the president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Uh, if you'd like to join the conversation with a question for Audrey, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. Um, a lot of ways to participate with us during the week. One is uh, to follow us on uh, Twitter. We're at MyDoggySays. Uh, and every day we post a different one of Jamie's rules. Uh, you notice uh, we close this program every evening with one of Jamie's rules, which is uh, don't bark if a wolf will do the job. Another is uh, play by the rules even if there's no referee. Uh, These are rules invented by dogs, and uh, you can see a list of uh, all 28 of them in my book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. But we also post one every day uh, on Twitter. Uh, We also uh, remind you about our video of the week uh, and some other little surprises coming along on, uh, on Twitter just to kind of make it fun and entertaining. Um, Audrey, during the break, we uh, chatted for a minute about urban herding, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, something I hadn't heard of before. Um, you you uh, g- gave me a little uh, overview of what it's all about. Why don't you mm-hmm. tell our listeners what that's all about? sounds like a really fun thing. It, it is. 
Um, it's called Tribal. It's spelled T-R-E-I-B-B-A-L-L. And it's a sport that um, is for all dogs, not just herding dogs. It's come over from Germany really just recently and is kind of getting going here in the U.S. now. But it's a lot of fun. It's, it's done with large balls along the lines of, you know, the yoga balls that people use, uh, Pilates balls, that kind of thing. And there's a number of different balls in the court. You know, it could be like a big gymnasium or an outdoor park or anything like that. And the idea is that the dog is taught to herd the balls into a goal. So, again, I mean, it's it's a really nice, fun thing to do with your dog that, that helps build that relationship. And it doesn't have to be, you know, purebred dog and it doesn't have to be a herding dog. So it gives everybody an outlet to have another thing to do with their dog. Um, you know, and with my own company, we get that a lot where our customers have gone through basic training and intermediate and advanced, and they want to keep working with their dog and doing other fun things. So something like tri-ball or freestyle, fly-ball, all of those kinds of sports are really nice outlets for those people to continue to do things with their dog, you know, agility, rally. There's so many different things that people can do to participate with their dog in something fun. Now, one reason I like my daily soccer match with Callie is that it's her thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callie has trained me to do this. Yes. Um, is that unusual? I mean, is uh, uh, is it a good idea to kind of go along with your dog if it presents an opportunity like that? Absolutely. There's a lot of neat things that are coming out now to do with your dog, like tri-ball. There's nose work is another one, which is, is scent work for dogs, um, and it's really designed around things dogs do. And, um, you know, we're doing a nose work class right now, for example, and it's just a lot of fun. You know, it's interesting to see the confidence of the dogs build when they realize that they're allowed to do something that they actually knew how to do and they can get a reward for that. So it's a lot of fun for the dog, and it's nice to let them have fun sometimes too. I I think... uh, we would be surprised sometimes, too, to see the kinds of instincts that uh, dogs have. Uh, mm-hmm. Jamie, the uh, gold, my golden retriever, who is the heroine of My Dog, he says, mm-hmm. uh, actually had a very strong herding instinct. I mean, golden retrievers mm-hmm. aren't supposed to have that, but right. uh, we would uh, take five or six friends on a hike in the mountains, and uh, Jamie, first of all, insisted on being in the lead. Mm-hmm. But if anybody got very far behind, she would stop mm-hmm. and sometimes kind of cycle back and pull the group together. But I don't think she was hurting the same way that a, uh, a sheepdog would probably. But but there was a little bit of that going on. I don't see as much of it in Cali. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is, is that unusual? You know, it's not. I mean, dogs have various instincts, and they don't have to be of a certain, you know, breed or, or um, herding group or anything like that to have those instincts. I happen to have three of my four dogs are herding dogs, but, you know, they they do scent work, for example. So, they, you know, I don't have bloodhounds, <laughs> but they certainly know how to use that nose. So they, they really do, you know, learn how to do it and bring it out. You know, some of the things that we tend to do is sometimes discourage them from doing things like that. So your nose doesn't belong there. Well, in nose work, 
their nose does belong any place it needs to go. So it's kind of interesting to see them look at you when they're first starting to do something like nose work, feeling like, you know, am I really allowed to stick my nose into that box and see if there's anything in there? And then really start to enjoy, and the minute the boxes come out and they see that the game is on, you can just see them light up because they get to play. So it's it's really is a game for them, and it's nice to see them enjoy it. This is the Buy Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build a stronger bond with your dog. Uh, and tonight uh, we're learning a lot about dog training and dog behavior and improving our uh, relationships with our pets from Audrey Tucker, who is the president of the Certification Council for, for uh, Professional Dog Trainers. Uh, if you have a question for Audrey, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. Um, Audrey, before that last break, uh, you threw a, a, a big mouthful <laughs> at us. Uh, I think it went something like psychometric testing. Yes. Um, what's that all about? Well, um, our tests are psychometrically sound, which means we work with someone who is a psychometrician. It's actually a title. And um, a psychometrician helps us ensure that our tests are valid, ensure that they are covering the material that's appropriate, so for example, with a dog trainer, um, you know, to make sure that they're covering things like pathology, ethics, um, uh, animal husbandry, there's a lot of categories that need to be covered in order to ensure that that, per- that person has proven their knowledge in, in dog training. Um, if we're talking about behavior... So, so these are tests for people. These are the tests for people, correct? So these would be the tests for the dog trainers or um, canine behavior consultants. And and it helps, you know, canine behavior consultants be able to prove that they know things about, you know, reinforcement and schedules of reinforcement and um, a number of other categories. And so, therefore, when dog owners need help, whether that be with dog training or with, um, you know, behavior problems, they can feel confident that who they are hiring is the best possible person based on their knowledge and that 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 knowledge has not only been proven, it's proven in current scientifically valid principles. So I think one of the things we're going to want to talk about uh, more in the next segment is uh, what it means to be certified Mm -hmm. uh, as a professional dog trainer. Uh, and how you go about that, uh, we'll, we'll really dig in a little bit and talk about the uh, Certification Council for Pro- Professional Dog Trainers, uh, what it's all about, why it works. Um, tell us, uh, tell our listeners how they can find more about you and your work, your uh, pet education therapy work, and also, uh, quickly, uh, the uh, Certification Council. My company is Pet Education and Therapy, and you can find us on the web at www. PetEducationAndTherapy.com. We're located here in Connecticut, and the Certification Council is international. You can find us on the web at www.ccpdt for Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers.org. It's the My Doggy Says Show. We'll be back after the break with Audrey Tucker, who's the president of the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. Uh, be sure and join us. 
dog's actions may speak louder than words. Welcome back to My Doggy Says, here again to help you become a better listener with your best friend, the author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to My Doggy Says Show, where you learn what makes dogs tick, how to improve your dog bonding skills, and how to be dog's best friend. And you're doing it on the Doggy Appreciation Network. Uh, tonight we're learning a lot about dog training and dog behavior from Audrey Tucker, who's the president of the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. Uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, especially if you have a question for Audrey, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is one 866 536-1100. If you do call and join the program, we'll make sure you get a copy uh, of the Dog Appreciation Lessons CD. Uh, one uh, way to follow along with us during the week is to uh, check out our blog, uh, com slash blog. And some of the recent posts you'll see there are our interview with uh, dog behavior expert Linda Aronson, uh, also, uh, some uh, fun ideas about the new Sharky Dog series, which is a way of using pet experiences to teach important lessons, life lessons, to three- to six-year-old kids. Um, you'll hear some expert advice for living with and loving dogs by Liz Palaika, an author who's been on the show uh, a couple times, uh, and a, uh, an article that I had a lot of fun with uh, titled, does your dog have daily rituals? Um, actually, that's a question we might uh, ask Audrey a little later in the show. Um, but, Audrey, let's talk a little about the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. What, what is its role? What does it do? Uh, wh- why uh, do we need uh, a certification process for dog trainers? Well, the certification is a form of credentialing um, trainers, canine behavior counselors, that helps the public feel confident in who they're hiring. You know, there are times when a person who owns a dog may be able to go ahead and train the dog on their own, Um, much like, you know, someone who has a child might be able to homeschool. But most of us tend to need a little help. Um, You know, and there are lots of different dog trainers out there and lots of different styles of training. And as a a dog owner, it can be very confusing to ensure that you're getting the best instructor for your dog um, and the best assistance for your dog. So the Certification Council, with our credentialing, can help ensure that the person that you're hiring has the knowledge in order to assist you. All, all of a sudden, I'm getting a lot of echo on your voice. Yeah, I have a bit of feedback here. Okay. Huh. So go go ahead. Uh, so di- different styles. And, mm-hmm. uh, so there's, there's a number of different styles, and the, the credential can help the dog owner understand that they are getting the best person based on current science, based on what's available, based on the knowledge, and that that trainer or consultant, excuse me, has actually proven their knowledge. It's not that they've just hung up a sign and said, I'm a dog trainer. What um, what are some of the 
current science kinds of issues? Well, there's a lot of science right now around um, things like reinforcement schedules and positive training versus um, other styles of training, you know, reinforcement schedules, um, you know, a lot of the different psychology around training dogs that um, a certified professional dog trainer can help ensure that you're following the best possible things you can do to help your best friend and to um, expand that bond that you have with your own dog. Now, one area that I'm pretty aware of here, uh, maybe uh, you call it positive training on uh, on on one hand, but I also know that the Association of Pet Dog Trainers has a position statement on their website about dominance. And mm-hmm. uh, for, for some years, or at least for some people, uh, the whole alpha theory and uh, dominance approach to things was a, a pretty basic part of their approach to training. That, that's kind of changing, isn't it? It has. It has changed considerably, and that, again, is part of the science that's more current now, that we realize that dogs, although, you know, their um, heredity is through wolves, aren't necessarily exactly like wolves anymore. So the whole alpha theory has kind of been thrown out the window, and, you know, a dog that might be more, um, you know, Go out the do- go out the door first in front of the other dogs in front of the humans. In another scenario, perhaps dinner may let the other dogs in the house eat first. So you know who's in charge in any given moment is much more fluid than we used to think, and a lot of that has changed over the years. You're listening to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build stronger bonds with your dog. Uh, and tonight we're learning a lot about dog training and dog behavior and also about dog trainers from Audrey Tucker, who's the president of the Certification Council of Professional Dog Trainers. If you have a question for Audrey, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. So, Audrey, can I use your website to help find a a certified trainer in my backyard? You absolutely can. If you go to our website, there's a a search feature, and you can search by um, country. You can search by um, your your zip code and a certain radius from your zip code. So a lot of different search options to find people, Um, and that would list the... Uh, person and their website and their services and so on, and you can link right over to their website and get more information on them. Now, we, we talked about this briefly earlier, but I'd like to dig in a little deeper. I imagine for a lot of people, the, their thinking is, well, I took my dog to the obedience classes in the public park. Um, that ought to be enough. Uh, and the, that the idea of actually hiring a dog trainer sounds like a really daunting, kind of expensive uh, thing, intrusive, having somebody I don't know come into my house once in a while. Um, what, I, and I suspect that's not really the right uh, the, the right image. Uh, how do dog trainers work and, and uh, you know, why uh, are there situations where it can actually be a pretty easy thing to do? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of different models of the dog trainers. There are 
certified dog trainers who do their training in the park. Um, there are trainers who go into the home, as you mentioned. Um, there are trainers who might train at their own location, at daycares, at shelters, and so on. My own company, we train at several shelters. We train at a daycare, and we also train for a parks and rec department. So, you know, we have a lot of different venues that we, we use, and, you know, that can be a, a huge benefit as well because, you know, depending on what we're working on, you know, if we're working on tribal, as we were talking about, the urban herding, it's nice when we can do it at the Parks and Rec Department because we have a huge gymnasium where we can do it. Um, right now we're doing nose work at a daycare, uh, doggy daycare, so we have lots of different nooks and crannies that the dogs can look in and search. Um, we do agility at one of the shelters. They have a wonderful outdoor area where we can do agility. So lots of different venues. It isn't necessarily that the dog trainer has to come to your home. Um, we certainly do that as well with my own company. But there's lots of different options. Now, what are some of the ways, uh, and we're, we're getting short on time here, so maybe give a quick answer and we can follow up after the break. Mm -hmm. what, what are some of the uh, ways that a certified trainer uh, would be different than any other trainer? Well, um, a certified trainer to even sit for our dog training exam has to have um, it's, uh, a number of hours. They have to have 300 hours already in dog training within the last five years. And 75% um, of those hours have to be as a head trainer. So they can't have just assisted in a class or anything like that. They also have to have references from a veterinarian. They have to have a reference from a colleague. They have to have a reference from a dog training client. So they have to prove that they can do the job even before they can sit for our examination. Our examination for dog training is 250 questions over a four-hour period, it's a very intense exam. The, um, the behavior exam is 180 questions over a four-hour period. And, you know, again, similarly, they have to have had 500 hours, actually, in canine behavior just on issues like fear and compulsive behaviors and anxiety and aggression within the last five years. And they have to have um, actually five references to do the behavior exam. So they need to really have done the work and been mentored and so on in order to even sit for our exam to prove that they have that knowledge. So how, how, how many uh, certified dog trainers are there? We have over 2,100 certificates worldwide. So there's a pretty good chance that uh, the, the, there's going to be a handful of them in any one of the major metropolitan areas. Absolutely, and and really, um, I believe we have them in every state. Um, you know, in most of the countries, Japan has is huge. Mexico, Canada, you know, a lot of the countries have a lot of them as well. Oh, that's interesting, and they're all uh, certified through your same process. Exactly. Yep. Um, Audrey, we're. Uh, Approaching a break here, uh, t take a minute and uh, t tell us a little more about what people will see if they look at your own uh, web website, your pet education and therapy, uh, and also how to find the uh, CCPDT website. All right. Well, you can find CCPDT on the web at www.ccpdt.org. 
Um, my website, peteducationandtherapy.com. We have links to um, a lot of our different classes, whether that be any of our, our obedience classes, the tri-ball that we've been talking about, tricks, rally, um, nose work, freestyle, canine good citizen. We do a canine adventures class that's a lot of fun. Um, we have a feisty fido class for dog aggression. We do board and train. We do a number of different um, things as well. We also do seminars at each of our locations on things like house training, um, dog park etiquette, no jump seminars. So we're so we're uh, just about out of time here for the mm-hmm. segment, Audrey, but there's a lot of fun stuff there. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it in the next segment. It's not just about obedience. It's about uh, uh, play and relationship. The My Doggy Says Show. We'll be back with Audrey Tucker after the break. Body language, facial expressions, they're not just for humans anymore. Author Fred Haney says his dog Jamie talks to him. And now to continue the canine conversation, author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says show. I'm Fred Haney, your host and author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie, How a Dog Named Jamie Talks to Her People. And this evening, we're learning a lot about dog training and dog behavior uh, and also about dog trainers uh, from Audrey Tucker, who is the president of the Certification Council of of Pet Dog Trainers. Uh, If you uh, uh, aren't quite sure sometimes what your dog is trying to tell you, your your dog does things that make you kind of stop and scratch your head and say, uh, why did he or she do that? Uh, it's probably a pretty good clue your dog's trying to tell you something, and uh, it'd be a good idea to get the message if you could, wouldn't it? Uh, that's really what my doggy says is about. So uh, uh, w- when we're done with the show this evening, if you haven't already done it, jump on Amazon or run out to your local bookstore and grab a copy of My Doggy Says. It's a collection of 85 color photographs of Jamie Golden Retriever, uh, and it tries to capture uh, some of her behavior uh, that was actually sending a message. Sometimes the problem is to try and decipher the message, and that, that's really what the book is about. Uh, if you'd like to join the program tonight, if you have a question for Audrey Tucker, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is one 866 Audrey, a lot of fun things to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Um, before the uh, segment ended there, you, you listed kind of a long list of fun things that people do with their dogs, mm-hmm. a, a lot of which uh, really get beyond the uh, obedience approach to dog training. Uh, uh, some of it has more to do with just playing and having fun and having a relationship with your uh, pet, doesn't it? Well, it absolutely the, does. What's the balance there? I mean, what what are people looking for? You know, what we typically get is people who start out in the obedience. You know, they want a, a good dog for their family. And so they tend to do, you know, a puppy kindergarten or a basic obedience classes. And from there, they realize how much fun it is. We get the whole family involved. 
you know, it, it's it's a really fun time for everybody, and and they enjoy spending that time with their dog, and they enjoy seeing the success that their dog um, has, and that they help the dog understand. And you know, when you're talking about the canine body language and, and being able to read Jamie in terms of, of what she was trying to tell you, you know, the dog trainers and the canine behavior consultants that we certify with the Certification Council of Professional Dog Trainers can help you understand that. So it can make it a really fun experience. So most of our people start out that way, but then they realize that it, dog training really was fun. You know, it isn't, um, it isn't something that they just stuck on their calendar and they had to go, you know, every night, every um, week. So they really want to continue with other things. You know, we do a a canine adventures class, we call it. And once they have, you know, reasonable obedience on their dogs, we take that obedience out into the public. And so each week they get sent a new um, adventure that our class is going to go on. So we've taken the dog on ferry rides, um, the classes on ferry rides. We've gone... We've gone hiking, we've gone shopping in shopping centers in the area that are dog-friendly. We've gone to restaurants where, you know, the dogs can't beg at the table, but they've got to be behaved, you know, and they can have their snacks. Um, So, you know, a lot of different fun things, and it's a chance for people really to spend that time with their dog. And we tend to get people coming back and saying, what else can we do? And that's where a lot of these classes that we have um, in my own business, where that comes from. This is the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build stronger bonds with your dog. And tonight we're getting a lot of good ideas uh, from Audrey Tucker, who is the president of the Certification Council for Pet Dog Trainers. A number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. Uh, Audrey, you're making a little distinction there, I think, between uh, uh, a dog trainer and a canine uh, behavior consultant. What does a canine behavior consultant do? Well, our certified canine behavior consultants really specialize in some of the more complex behavior issues, things like aggression, um, separation anxiety, phobias, um, fear, serious fears for the dog. So things that um, really affect the dog's behavior in a, in a severe way. Um, you know, we had here in Connecticut last night horrible thunderstorms. You know, so I got a lot of calls today on thunderstorm phobias and trying to help people help their dogs through things like that. Uh, boy, I spent, uh, we don't get thunderstorms in Southern California, but we got mm-hmm. one uh, uh, some years ago when uh, Jamie was with us, uh, and I just couldn't, I, I, finally my solution to calming her down was to um, close the doors and lock us in the den with mm-hmm. a TV set blaring mm-hmm. uh, and kind of wrap us up in a blanket and just sort of huddle in a corner because right? she, she was really freaked out. Uh, but it was such a rare thing. I mean, she hadn't experienced it before, and uh, it, it was a one-time kind of thing. So I can understand that uh, in a place where that happens once in a while, that could be a big problem. Right, and, and a canine behavior consultant can help you understand how to deal with the problem when it happens, but also how to desensitize your dog 
to hopefully be able to not be so severely affected by something like a thunderstorm. So how how would you go about doing that? Well, I mean, it kind of depends on how, you know, severe it is with the dog and, and what the particular situation is with the dog because you can do anything from, you know, um, working on simpler things like there's something called um, a thunder shirt. That's actually what I use on my dog that has thunderstorm phobia. Um, and it's basically a wrap. It's a tight T-shirt that goes around her, and she feels much safer when, when that's on her. So something like that might be the way. But also it depends if it's the noise that's bothering the dog or um, a lot of them feel the static electricity from the lightning. Um, so, so, you know, depending on which way it is, if it's, if it's the noise that they're hearing, you can desensitize them by, you know, playing very, very, very quiet recordings of thunderstorms and giving them something good to pair with it. So it's so, so quiet that you can't even hear it, and they get a piece of steak. Yeah, it's too and bad you can't just organize a mini thunderstorm to <laughs> yeah, yeah. help, yeah, help probably, get comfortable. Yeah, I'm wondering you probably if you live in Florida. <laughs> I guess you can do that. Uh, we're uh, starting to get a little short on time, mm-hmm. just maybe very quickly. Um, what if a dog trainer was listening to us and was interested in uh, going through your program? How would they uh, contact you? Um, best way to contact us is to go on our website, which is www.peteducationandtherapy. Oh, I'm sorry, that's my company. Um, so for the certification council, it's www.ccpdt.org. And for dog trainers, if you click on the dog trainers button, there's something that says learn more and apply, so you can actually apply for the test. And same thing for canine behavior consultants. You can click on that and learn more about the exam and apply to take the test. Well, Audrey, you're a great spokesperson for the Certification Council for Professional Dog Trainers. I think people have learned a lot about the organization and would do well to check out your website. There's a really good set of frequently asked questions there about your certification process, and I would really highly recommend that people uh, take advantage of that so much. Uh, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us tonight. It, it's been uh, really fun. I love the things that you're doing. You're you're really uh, helping people get into relationship building and sort of beyond just the simple obedience approach to training, aren't you? Absolutely. That's where all the fun is. Well, uh, keep it up. Uh, it's great work. I'd uh, love to have you back on the show again sometime. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'd love to come again. Be sure uh, and tune in again next week, uh, 8 to 9 p.m. Mountain Time or Pacific Daylight Time. In the meantime, pay attention to what your dog is saying. Do something about it. And remember Jamie's first rule for a good life. Don't bark if a wolf will do the job. 